Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Nori with you. Our special guest tonight, Sev Talk, was born in Istanbul, Turkey. Came to the United States as a little girl growing up in the Washington, D.C., Virginia area. She began having supernatural experiences and E.T. contacts at a very young age. It still continues. Spending a lifetime refusing to accept the reality of these events. She came out of three years ago prompted by her face-to-face contact with a gray who apparently burned two X marks into her lower back. She helps experiencers around the world understand the process about ET contact, encouraging them to be aware of this profound transformation that these experiences are holding for them. Sev is also a spiritual counselor, conducting soul sessions, a speaker, author. Her book is called You Have the Right to Talk to Aliens. Her website is linked up at coasttocoastam.com. Let me bring in Sev Talk right now. Sev, welcome to the program. Hello, Mr. Nori. It's a pleasure to meet you and an honor to spend time with you and your listeners. I'm looking forward to this, and uh, we're going to talk about your experiences way gone back, but you're a spiritual counselor now. Tell me what that entails. Okay. I have been conducting soul sessions for the past 11 years. I have clients around the world, and these are readings uh, that uh, use interdimensional information. I can hear, feel, and see information about my client, and this is something that we can all do. There's nothing special about me. We all have the ability to access the dimensions to gather information. And what comes out in a reading is uh, I go into a meditative state, and uh, what is divulged is uh, my client's purpose, the reason they're here, how they can activate their purpose, uh, also uh, what their best career paths are and how they can manifest that. Uh, our past life always comes up that explains something that's going on in this life. And also a mental block. Uh, we all have them. Uh, a mental block or two is divulged that is just preventing you from success or preventing you from progress. And we talk about that block and how you can alleviate it or work around it or maneuver around it. And they're basically uh, blueprints uh, for you to find peace and fulfillment and to enjoy your life and to be the happiest that you can be in this existence. That's amazing, too. And this experience that occurred uh, as a little girl, were you in Turkey when it happened, or were you uh, in the United States? I was in the United States, okay. in the D.C. suburbs. Tell us what happened. My earliest recollection is when I was 10, and I would be regularly visited by a spacecraft. And I would be outside, and I would see it coming, and each time it would come from a different direction, It would hover over me. I could see the bottom of the craft. It would land, and uh, a a being would come out. And the being was similar to a human, slightly different. Uh, It was a male, uh, a young male, and he had dark hair. And his ears were just slightly different. They were a little more elongated. And he was wearing dark clothes. I can't remember if it was a jumpsuit or separate. 
And every time uh, I saw the spaceship and every time I saw him, I was so happy. It was like a reunion with a brother. And he was coming to check up on me just to make sure I was okay. And after this uh, meeting, I would be plopped back into my bedroom, and I would then have to get dressed and go to fifth grade. And <laughs> I didn't say anything to anybody, not even my parents, who were uh, very in tune and were believers, but I still kept it to myself for years. This went on for a couple of years. Uh, and then there was a final meeting. Uh, this time it was a little different. Mm, because this time, I was with a group of other kids, and uh, I didn't see their faces uh, because we were all lined up side by side, uh, and we just watched this spaceship just fly away, and there was a knowing and a sadness that he was gone, and we didn't know when we were going to see him again, and we just knew, okay, now it's time to do what we have to do. Why did you keep this a secret, Sev, and then so many years later decide to talk about it? Yeah, I know, Mr. Nori. I cannot explain why I kept that as a secret as a child. And uh, I, I've had so many experiences for decades. And I just came out uh, just two, two years ago. Uh, and the reason uh, I, I kept it a secret was because uh, I was really afraid of what people were going to think of me. I was just so concerned that people would think I was a nut. And uh, I also, it was hard for me to believe that this was really happening because the, this ET contact so, so often happens in a multidimensional fashion. It's not always in 3D while you're wide awake, while you're driving down the road, while you're camping. Uh, it, it is often a multidimensional experience. And so because of that, the brain has a hard time labeling that experience. So logic takes over, and then we begin to convince ourselves that that was a dream or that was uh, an imagination. But my experience that happened in 2017 here on the inner banks of North Carolina, where I currently live, uh, made, made it clear that these are not dreams because dreams don't put two red X marks on your back. No, they, they don't. And what, what do you think the reason, and we'll get deeper into that, but what do you think the reason was for them to burn this marking into your lower back? Uh, I think it was two reasons. First, to just finally get my attention. Uh, they've been trying to get my attention. The, these ETs have been trying to get my attention for decades, and I've been ignoring them. Uh, for years, I've had strange marks on my body, scoop marks. There's been bright lights in the hallway. I can feel beings in my room. And each and every time, I would try and find a logical reason to ignore it all. So the two red X marks made me go, whoa, okay, I can no longer ignore this. Uh, another reason is the part of my body where the X marks were put is where we store Kundalini energy. Hmm. Now, are the are the marks still there? No, Mm-mm. they've gone away. 
Mm-hmm. Did you ever get them checked by a doctor or x-rayed no. or anything like you never did? No. Mm-mm. But my uh, at the time that the X marks came, I was with uh, uh, Patrick, uh, my boyfriend. We're no longer together, but he saw the X marks and he, he witnessed uh, what happened. When th- these events were occurring to you, were you ever taken aboard the craft, or was everything done in your room? Oh, okay. So uh, my conscious memory of the X mark is that I was not in my room. I was in another room. All right. I was lying on this bed that resembled a hospital bed. And the room that I was in was dimly lit, and the, it was sparsely furnished. I remember only one small, like, little chest of drawers across from me. And uh, I had this feeling of uh, being in a very clean, sterile environment. And I couldn't move my arms, and I couldn't move my legs. I felt paralyzed. And I sensed that there was something behind me. And I could move my head, and I couldn't move my neck. So I turned my head around, and right there, just inches from me, is a gray doing something to my back. So you might you may have been up in the craft and just didn't know it. It that's possible, Mr. Nori. However, I do uh I do have uh, a recollection of something which I had never ever known before in any of my other experiences, but when I was in that room, I knew I was on the moon. On the moon, really? Tell me yes. about that. Well, that's all I knew. I just knew I was on the moon. And when I popped back into 3D consciousness, as I say, uh, I was shocked that I thought I was in the moon. I've never had that feeling before. Why did you have that feeling? I mean, could you see craters out of a little window or anything like that? It's just a knowing. Just a feeling. It's a a knowing. It's more than a feeling. It's a knowing. It's like, oh, I am on the moon. I am in this room, and it is on the moon. And it could sound a little crazy, but I am just telling you what my knowing was. So I locked eyes with this being, and we stared right into each other's eyes. And I describe in my book, it was like looking into two pools of black oil. And I was scared to death. And I turned my head back around, and then, ding, I'm in my bedroom. Just like that. uh... I wide awake, like after each of these experiences, when I popped back into 3D reality, the eyes pop open completely alert. There's no grogginess or anything. And uh, I went downstairs, and I was, uh, this conscious memory accompanied the second X mark. So I went downstairs, and I was really afraid. Because back then, I was really afraid of the grays. Back then, three years ago, I thought they were evil. I've changed my mind since then. So I went downstairs trying to process my memory, waiting for my uh, boyfriend then to wake up. And he came downstairs, and um, I just started asking him a bunch of questions. Uh, Patrick, did you did you sense anything weird last night? Yeah. No. Did you Was, see me missing or anything exactly. like that? Yeah, no, 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 no to everything. And then I had to ask him the dreaded question. I was so afraid, and I asked him, will you look at my back? And he looked, and it was just silence. And 
I was like, oh, my gosh, if there's another ex on me, I, I'm not going to be able to take it. Like, I don't know how I can handle it. So I get emotional recounting the story. I bet. And, yeah, and I, bet. Uh, I said, well, is there an ex? And he said, yeah, there's another one, just like the first one, the same size. And Mr. Nori, my, my reality just flipped. It flipped. I, uh, it's very hard to describe what it feels like when you don't know who you are anymore. You don't know what's real anymore. Um, I was angry. I was sad. I didn't, I thought they were messing with me. I was just so confused. It's like being in a state of suspended animation. And so, uh, I started to cry and he asked me, what can I do for you? And I, I didn't, I didn't know. I, I pulled myself together and I said, I need help. For the first time in my life, I'm going to admit I need help. I don't know who's going to help me. I don't know how the help is going to come, but I cannot deal with this by myself. And uh, I was just going to organically wait for the help to show up, and it did. Well, that you know, and since then, because of what has happened to you, you have decided to help other experiences who are going through the same thing. And probably, if I looked at the movie Close Encounters of the Third Kind, I, and did you ever see that movie with Richard Dreyfuss? Oh, Yes. All these people were having similar experiences, and they were frustrated and scared, but they were all doing the same thing. I would assume that a lot of experiences that you've dealt with, Sev, have gone through this same thing. Yes. Uh, there, uh, it is so rewarding to work with experiences. I, I work with experiences from around the world, and when uh, when... Just a couple of weeks after my book came out on Amazon, I was contacted by AlienCon. Congratulations, your speaker at AlienCon in Baltimore, which was like, wow, this is amazing. And to come out in Baltimore is great because I had so, many, so much ET contact in Baltimore. And it was at that conference when uh, after I gave my talk and I was sitting at my vendor table, I met hundreds of people, and so many of them started their conversation with, I have never told anybody this, but, and then I heard remarkable stories. And it was then I realized, huh, this is what I want to do. I want to help experiences process what's happening to them. It's very, very important that we don't deny our truth. And it's important that you accept what's happening to you, these unbelievable, amazing experiences, because they help you actually uh, live an easier Earth life. We're being given information which is profound and is, uh, is geared towards helping us deal with being a human. But we have to get over the shock, and we also have to learn to accept what's happening to us. Uh, usually, experiences first are in complete denial because they can't believe it's happening. It's just too crazy and kooky. Second, it's a huge secret. They don't want to tell anybody. And when you hold on to a secret about your truth, it manifests in very negative ways in your life. I bet. And, I bet. And yeah. That was what was happening to me. And so I started this path of authenticity uh, over a decade ago. I decided I need to be the most authentic, real version of myself I can possibly be. That's the only way I'm going to find fulfillment, peace, peace 
happiness, be the healthiest that I can be. And as I was walking that path of authenticity, I hit my roadblock of the ETs. And I realized, oh my gosh, I have to, I have to run right through this roadblock and I have to heal whatever it is that I'm running from. And that's another reason these X's appeared. I do believe that the Grays were helping me. I do believe that the Grays were helping me express my authenticity. Once I accepted that, I took, excuse me, I told myself that it's real. My life changed. I was no longer denying who I really am, and my life started to manifest in a much more pleasurable fashion. Sev, how many people worldwide do you think this is happening to right now? Millions. Millions of people are having ET contact, and they don't even know it because most of it happens in this interdimensional fashion where we have experiences in the other dimensions. And like I said, the brain can't quite come up with a reason or uh, a definition of what's happening. Uh, It's our society that is not uh, allowing us to come out and understand what's happening. So this is what I'm doing. I'm, I'm speaking up. Uh, I was very afraid to speak up. It's the best thing I've ever done. I'm so glad I'm doing it. And the more uh, we experiences, uh, ex- excuse me, experiences come out to ourselves, that's the most important part. You don't have to write a book. You don't have to stand on stage. Come out to yourself, and then you will watch your life change. So on my website, uh, planetsev.com, there is a portal there where you can contact me, uh, tell me about your experience. It's in complete privacy, and I will write you back, and I will communicate with you, and I will help you to the best of my ability, and it's free. I also uh, have uh, uh, a section in my website called True ET Stories where I share some of the stories that people have shared with me from mm-hmm. around the world, including drawings and pictures, and I don't divulge anyone's name unless they want me to, because it's really important that we read what's happening to other people, and we see their drawings, and we see the pictures. It's crucial so that as a society we can move forward, and that we can know the truth about who we are and why we're here and what we're doing. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern, and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.